The Gaming Council is now in session. Today we will be determining which action-adventure game is the best one of its kind. Our games that we'll be discussing today are Grand Theft Auto V, Batman Arkham Asylum, Resident Evil 4, and finally Breath of the Wild, the Legend of Zelda one. The Legend so, of Zelda variety. Yeah, the, le- <laughs> the Legend of Zelda variety. So, okay, let's get into each game. So, uh, let's start with... Grand Theft Auto V. Um, how much do you guys know about Grand Theft Auto V? Mm, I've heard of it a bit. I'm not entirely sure in terms of like what exactly it's about, but like I think I kind of know what it looks like too a bit. So. Okay. I um my only I've I, like I haven't played the game in full, but like I have my stepdad has it at home, and like sometimes I would just boot it up and like mess around in the city, like blowing stuff up and. Mm-hmm driving helicopters and planes and, right. and getting wanted and running away. Mm-hmm. That's my, pretty much my only experience with the game. <coughs> right, okay. That's Honestly, most people's experience with the game is yeah. like just messing around in it. Um, mm-hmm. It's fun. Yeah, I don't like personally know a lot of people who have played it just because I just don't. And like half the people I know have played it just to mess around and the other half have played the story. And the reason why Grand Theft Auto is included on this list is because um, both of those things are really, like, good. Like, it appeals to different types of gamers, like casual gamers and people who are actually invested in the story, and both of those things are done really well. The gameplay is, you know, perfect, and so is the story. The story is the main reason why I love this game. It's one of my favorite games, is because... You'd, you wouldn't think that a Grand Theft Auto game, a game literally about stealing cars, would yeah. have a great story, but it does, and it has really amazing characters that, like, you actually get invested in. Um, mm-hmm. So basically, that's just why that game is included, is because it has, you know, considerable everything, basically. And then you, Legacy we'll get into later, which is very obvious, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, um, all right, let's move on. Batman Arkham Asylum... Um, I love this game. I played it a little while. I actually played I played Arkham Knight, the third game in the series first, which is controversial. A lot of people don't like that game, which I disagree. I love that game. Mm-hmm. But um, I actually I do think Arkham Asylum is better than than the third one. Um, like I, and it's also it's weird because it's like you think you think of superhero game, you think oh let me fly around the city and fight mm-hmm. all the bad guys around the city, which is what he does in the second and third game. But in this game, you're literally confined to this, like, little... Island. Like, island with, like, a building. Mm-hmm. And yet, like, it feels so expansive. But, like, it, it's restrictive in a way that's effective for its tone, mm-hmm. but also expansive enough to not feel, like, boring. Mm-hmm. Do, do you know anything about yeah. the game? I have, I've, I've never heard of this game before, All so... All right, that's, that's fine. Um, so, I think the most, like... The, the the biggest thing with Arkham Asylum to me is how it changed games after that mm-hmm. because so many games adopted its combat system the whole like right click to like dodge or whatever that whole the whole combat system in Batman Arkham Asylum was used in a lot of different games I can think of um at least two I know that doesn't seem like a lot but I'm sure yeah. a lot more did it which are um the Mad Max video game yeah. um which is random but yeah. And then um, the Shadow of Mordor, which are like the Lord of the Rings games, oh, yeah, yeah. Though, that also got that same combat system. Yeah. So obviously, 
Batman Arkham Asylum had a big, like, changed a lot in the gaming, like, how games are made. And then, um, uh, it's got a, it's just like the other games that we're going to talk about. It's got a great story. Um, I think the story is a lot more interesting than the later games. Yeah. Um, it, like, they jam-pack a whole bunch of stuff in there, like, a whole bunch of villains, which is obviously great. Mm -hmm. Um... Yeah, it is like you're confined to an island, but it still feels like an open world thing because you can travel around like the whole map, like the whole island, um, which is neat. There's just a lot of like little details in it. All right, so now let's move on to Resident Evil 4, which is another game I know you guys don't know much no, about. I, I know. I would take a guess. Little. Does it have zombies in it? It kind of. Okay. Um, <laughs> do you know the Resident Evil series at all? Or wait, no, I, th I feel like I might have heard about it before. But I, yeah, I don't know. Resident Evil it. series is probably one of the most famous horror uh, game oh. series out there. Mm -hmm. It's, um, it pretty much, like, re when you think of, like, survival horror games, most people think of Silent Hill and they think of Resident Evil. And those are, like, the two, like, um, game series that, like, pioneered survival horror. Unfortunately, Resident Evil 4 sort of dropped the ball with the survival horror and mm -hmm. became focused on action and adventure, which is why it's on this list. The thing about that is um, it's still a really great game. A lot of people, for most people, it's an amazing game, uh, but a not so amazing Resident Evil game because it's sort of when the series went off track and stopped yeah. focusing on survival horror, started focusing on just shooting guns. Isn't it Resident Evil 6 that people hate? Like that's the one that they hate hates. people hate five and they hate six. Yeah. Um, Resident Evil Four is like a lot of people dislike it because of what it did to the series, but nobody can really argue that it's like a good, like a well put together game. Like that it, like it's not a bad game. It's yeah, just, it's just like people don't. It's right. just, so, like the I guess we're discussing it detached from the whole yeah like like that whole part of it because. Mm -hmm. Um. So, uh, though Resident Evil 4 was one of the first games to combine survival horror and action-adventure, so it, it, and it did pioneer like um, that type of game and also the third-person shooter uh, genre. Um, so it was a big deal when it came out because um, it, was like a, it was like this big game and it looked great and it like had these new... Uh, like gameplay styles and all that mm -hmm. and it's just it's a really fun game so that's why it's on this list is just because like um well all the games on this list um were are games that have been um consistently praised by critics right so it, despite you know everything Resident Evil 4 is a really popular game that people consider to be like you know great so um yeah, that's why that's on this list. Uh, we'll get into, into it more later, just like everything else. And then the last one is Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Mm -hmm. I've played this, I've put sunk many, many an hour into this game. I very much love this game. Yeah, I've seen quite some playthroughs of it, so it, it's, it's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. I would yeah. say that, at least. Um, Breath of the Wild is probably the game on this list that I know the least about, mm -hmm. because uh, just because I... I played the game a little, like, at a friend's house, and that was the most experience I got with it, just because, I, I don't know, I just never got my hands on the game. Um, but what I did play was really fun. Uh, the 
Breath of the Wild is very a very new style of game in the Legend of Zelda series because mm-hmm. it was the first one to be open world. It's definitely the most like explorative. Is that even a word? Explorative one. Um, it's very open. It, well, yeah, well, open. Cause, so, because the thing about Zelda is that it had been criticized for a while for sticking to a formula. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a formula that started with um, Ocarina of Time, and it literally ne- did not break from that formula almost at all mm-hmm. um, for like five games. And it came to a head with Skyward Sword, where everyone's like, "Okay, we're tired of this mm-hmm. stupid formula." And like, I I almost say Nintendo almost overcorrected with. Um, Breath of the Wild because they basically said, all right, throw it all out the window. We're mm-hmm. making a game, the most open of open world games in existence in my right. opinion. Like, yeah. no, I that's can't think true. of another game that's more just open-ended and yeah. just literally mm-hmm. like the sky's the limit than mm-hmm. this game. Yeah. So the interesting thing about Breath of the Wild is that it does have a story. There is like a whole, there are like, there are, there's this overarching quest that you have to do, but literally it doesn't matter at all yeah, and, and you don't even have to follow the main quest in any linear order nope. which is crazy um because there's like no other game i can think of that's like that where the main quest you can literally do it however you want like this game is like really like it, you can play it a hundred times and every time will be different it's very minimal the story so it definitely a uh, uh, like, against all these games, I think it probably loses in the story department, because mm, yeah, even definitely. though the story can be experienced in any order that you want or any way that you want, it's very minimal. Um, and there's, like... And Zelda's not known for its great storytelling, mm-hmm. but, like, um, this game definitely didn't improve much on no. the storytelling aspect of these no. games. <laughs> so those are our games. Uh, I guess now we'll get into the nitty-gritty. Um, the nitties and gritties. The nitties and gritties, which are... For each game, we'll get into the legacy, the gameplay, and the fun factor. Um, we'll start in the same order. Uh, Grand Theft Auto V. Um, the whole Grand Theft Auto series has one of the biggest legacies of any video yeah. game series ever. Everyone knows about it. For better or for worse. People either love it or, <laughs> yeah. people either love it or hate it. Usually the people who hate it are parents. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so Grand Theft Auto V is different from every other Grand Theft Auto game in that it made a lot of money (laughs) like it's it's the third top grossing game in the world right right under minecraft so so i mean minecraft has made billions so you Mm -hmm. think about that like everyone knows about minecraft and right underneath is grand theft auto 5 it's crazy and you would think that it's such a niche game because it's like very like it's r-rated it's super mature but it, it still managed to do super well and everyone has played at least a Grand Theft Auto game to some extent, really. Um, so Legacy is probably, uh, aside from Legend of Zelda, um, probably the I'd say Grand Theft Auto is like and it's got it's it's got its own legacy, yeah. its own like separate kind of legacy, but it's big, like it's a big yeah. Everyone, yeah. But, well, and also not to, like and you mentioned like how much money it made. Mm-hmm. Um, it made all that money while also getting it got banned in some Australian stores. Like it just got straight up not sold in some countries. That's crazy. Yet it still made and it's that, still all that money. yeah yeah. And it's not and I know like money doesn't always mean good. Right, right. But like the but fact that this series this, holds it, such a candle yeah. to like. Um, 
to like all these other franchises mm-hmm. like Mario, Zelda, Pokemon, yeah, etc. Like it's all, crazy. It can sell all this while also not even being marketable to kids. Yeah, and kids wanted it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was there's been a lot of like I I've watched many a YouTube video mm-hmm. about um like like workers from GameStop having parents freak out on them for selling them GTA. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious every time. Yeah, <laughs> um, GTA is definitely not a game that kids should play. No. But um, well, I was sure. not allowed to play it when I was a kid. No, or that's... I was thirteen when it came out. So yeah, I yeah, it's probably like... for the best. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I don't know how old I was when I first played the game. Honestly, I didn't actually play the game at first. I watched my brother play it, mm-hmm. and. Um, I, it was like so even not I didn't even have to play it to fall in love with the characters and really care about the story I would get mad if he played it without me because I wanted to watch him play it <laughs> I wanted to experience the story it's okay but that's getting that's into a whole, fun factor yeah. but anyway legacy it's big deal it's a big, big game um I think it's going to be one of the runner-ups for a legacy I I think Breath of the Wild's gonna yeah, rival it. Yeah, um, um, yeah. And then I'm sure Grand Theft Auto has really pioneered the whole censorship thing, like what's being allowed in games. Yeah. For it's, better yeah, or for worse. For better or for worse. Rockstar. So gameplay, <laughs> um, everyone loves the gameplay for this game. Yeah, it's everyone fun. loves it's it. Good. It's probably one of, like, one of the most fun games when it comes to just fooling around, mm-hmm. doing whatever you want. Um, uh, cause you can literally, you can like, it, it sounds like weird when you say it, but like, oh, you can go around and kill anyone you want. You can steal cars. You can solicit prostitutes, which yeah. all sounds horrible, but it's fun. <laughs> but it's fun. Like, it's <laughs> fun. Cause it's, it's nothing. It's, awesome. <laughs> it's like nothing you could get away with in real life. Yeah. And like, so it, it, there's just like this, like, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't, it's not like some weird, like sadistic, like pleasure type thing it's just like oh this is fun this is crazy i can do crazy stuff so uh i don't know where to fit in like talking about the story so i guess i'll fit it into gameplay um gameplay like kind of a bridge for gameplay fun factor factor, yeah. yeah so definitely like the gameplay is great it's super fun you can sit there and play it for hours and not get bored um and that combined with a story that a lot of people don't even play because they're like, why would I play Grand Theft Auto Five and play, play the story? It's like shockingly I've amazing. I've heard that it is actually really amazing. It's, it's yeah. The characters are like there's three main characters you can play as all of them, and aside from like one who's like you know some younger guy, they're like scumbags. They're yeah. like these horrible people, um, <laughs> and yet you like fall in love with them, um. It's crazy because that's how good the writing is. They write these people so likable and so funny that you ignore the like heinous acts that they commit. That's, that's Grand Theft Auto. It's really fun, obviously. Okay. Just it all mushes together. Um, Honestly, I feel like I do we even need to discuss the other games <laughs> for what's the yeah, best? I think we do. They are considerable. The other games are considerable. Okay. Grand Theft Auto I, Five I, is, I would a great, argue for is, another game is a great game. But, but, all yeah. right. So let's move on to Batman Arkham Asylum. Um, legacy of this game. We already t- touched on that a little bit with the gameplay style being um, copied in further games. Mm-hmm. And which isn't a bad thing because the combat was so good 
um, that I'm glad other games decided, because that's how good it was, is that other game companies saw it and were like, this is great, let's use it for our game. Yeah. Um, so it, it has that to its legacy, where it did change the gaming universe when it comes to like combat and all that. Um, other than that, uh, I wouldn't say that it, this game has much of a legacy and that it's not very well known. It's well known to, I'd say, um, superhero fans and like yeah. some mm-hmm. video game fans, just because it's probably the best superhero game out there. Mm-hmm. Um, probably rivaled nowadays by Spider-Man. But oh, yeah, that's, Spider-Man. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah that, but that's a big game. That's a whole other discussion. Yeah. Um, so, uh, legacy-wise, it, it did change... I would say it had the most effect on, like, gaming universe when it comes to, like, game, gameplay out of all these games. But yeah. other than that, it's, like... Yeah, it's because it, it, it is a game that kind of exists in its own bubble the mm-hmm. most out of these. I, well, maybe... Resident Evil 4 is Resident Evil 4 is pretty bubbly, yeah. but, um, <laughs> like, those two games kind of exist in their own little, like, sphere of this is where I am. Mm-hmm. And, like, like we said this on the last episode, but, like, a game doesn't have to affect the whole gaming universe mm-hmm. to be considered, like, like considered, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, even if it doesn't have, like, the greatest legacy of, like, effect, which I think this game, um... I think this game of like ha- has shown its effect on other games later. Um, I think I will argue argue for Breath of the Wild that it will because it's so new. I'll we'll get into that when mm-hmm. we talk about it. But like mm-hmm. um, in terms of how certain gameplay elements or um, like elements of storytelling or uh, like exploration can affect games later down the line. And um, so even though this doesn't have like a <clears throat> almost like a cult following kind of thing it does um have an effect within a, a the people who play it and b um how it affected gameplay like you mentioned mm-hmm. yeah so um gameplay wise this game is another super fun one mm-hmm. um i love the combat style combat is great all the different bat gear you can get is great super fun the gameplay is very um like, there's a lot of different things. Like, it's not the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of... I mean, essentially, just like any game, it is... You just go through a fight because a right, lot of right. games are like that. But it feels like there's variety to it yeah. because of all the different ways you can approach situations with mm-hmm. all your gear and all that. Um, another part, big part of the gameplay for me, not for a lot of people, is... Uh, the Riddler in the game, um, <laughs> yeah. finding all his trophies and solving all the riddles. That's just like another thing that adds to it, which is fun to me. Um, See, I, this game has a lot of memorable moments for me. Like, like a couple. I love all the Scarecrow sections. I'm, I'm a my favorite Batman villain is Scarecrow. So, like, of course, I'll, I'll remember those. But like, they're very surreal and very artistic in how they're presented. Right. Um, and then like, oh, the Killer Croc section scared the hell out of me when I Don't played it. I, oh. It's scary. It, <laughs> it freaked is, me yeah, out. Like, it was and scary. I was like, I was like, what, seventeen when I played it, and yeah. I still got freaked out. Like I wasn't even a kid. Yeah. And then like. Um, the Bane fight is well known. Um, a lot of people don't like the ending of this game, and I, I, I agree and I get it. Yeah, with how would the Joker? Big Joker, <laughs> Hulk Joker. Big, yeah, like, Hulk yeah. Joker. Oh, <laughs> the thing about it though is that even though 
the ending with Joker becoming like wrestler Joker <laughs> is, is is a joke in itself. It's still like he still managed managed to look threatening, and I think he still yeah. looked cool except for his like mohawk. I like I think he looked fine. I think I think it just a lot of people's um. I specifically remember like the John Trump video where he talks about like bad boss fights and this is on the list and he says it, it sucks because like it kind of takes away what the Joker is like the Joker isn't a big yeah. brute that beats you up he's a psychological villain mm-hmm. um, so turning him into a big brute is basically just like it's silly yeah it, like, it's why? weird yeah <laughs> it is like a really like it's surprising that they would do that because mm-hmm. everything else seems so like perfect Batman. yeah very batman and yet they did that which is weird you know, every game <laughs> like has its flaws yeah. uh, that's what i know that people do like one criticism of this game is of the boss fights which i think they do I vary bet, in that's a problem with the are. whole series is like and like and i played um i didn't actually play city i never finished that game and um arkham knight all of the like so city i can't speak for but arkham knight has like no boss fights like there's literally not a boss fight in i can't game. even remember arkham knight and or not arkham knight city. never mind yeah i think it's said city <laughs> so i was like um but then like arkham knight doesn't have boss fights no like it well there's the tank stuff so okay a lot of people don't like arkham knight because of the tank stuff but like and that's like the closest thing you really get to boss fights in arkham knight um like i remember there was like the man bat was the whole thing that you had to like kind of fight him but like there's not a lot of straight up boss fights in that game it's it's a lot either it's like tank stuff or it's a boss fight but it's actually just like a stealth section but with a bigger guy you know what's funny is there actually is a boss fight in the game um, you can fight the Riddler. He he gets like this oh, big. Yeah. He gets he this gets big, into a big mecha, suit, mecha, and, mecha suit. and you and Cat. You can play as Batman and Catwoman at the same time and fight I, them. The only thing is that it's the hardest boss to access because you have to solve like six hundred riddles. Yeah, you have to solve so many riddles. I love. By the way, I love Riddler in that game. I love his design. He's like. <laughs> He ditched the suit and went into like a weird pot belly, like <laughs> like he has like a yeah. tattered like button down on, yeah. like a stained wife beater. It's great. <laughs> Riddler is my my favorite Batman villain. Yeah. I love him so much. So I actually went through and got every it. every riddle. You have dedication. My I friend. had to because I love Riddler. So um, <laughs> yeah. So uh. <laughs> Where were we? Fun factor. Okay, I mean, yeah, I feel like when we talk about gameplay, we also we, yeah, like yeah. gameplay is kind of kind of a bleeds into everything yeah. else. So like, it's a good bridge for the rest of them. Um, but yeah, fun factor. It's it's fun. Yeah. It's a game you can sit down and play through the whole game in one night. Yeah, you yeah, it's very it's very short. That's another thing. It's like yeah. it's a which I don't you, mind. you don't find yeah I don't mind either. You don't find a lot of AAA big title games that are short like yeah. that. Um, and I am. I, I wouldn't say it's, like, a positive or a negative, but, like, it's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one thing I, I'm... I, I can't decide whether or not I like this or dislike this, but there's very literal... Li- there's very little exploration in the game. And, like, you can explore the asylum, but the game is very linear. Mm-hmm. And I don't hate linear. That's the thing. That's why I can't decide if it's good or bad, because it's, like, if it's... <coughs> If it's okay with being linear, if that's how it is, then that's how it is. But I know there's a lot of people who don't like games that just, like, set you on a track and you go. I, when I played the game, I never even noticed mm-hmm. how linear it was, honestly. It, it like, because I feel like it 
feels big to me because there are like a lot of different areas and also um when i played the game just like arkham knight i did go through and find every riddle yeah (laughs) and so when you're forced to explore in order to find these riddles and stuff it you do get more mm-hmm. out of the and game. And there's a ton of nooks and crannies and stuff. And there's mm-hmm. also a lot, a lot of, like, um, like little Easter eggs for Batman fan. Like, I, I'm Can't not the me. biggest comic book reader. But most of what I know about, like, comic book stuff comes from the, like, MCU yeah. and these games. And, like, I became really into Batman because of these games. Yeah. Um, like, I started watching the whole animated series because, like, oh my god, Arkham Asylum and Arkham Knight were really good mm-hmm. and it's it's a fun game it's a great game now let's talk about resident evil 4 um resident evil 4 is it's a little difficult for us to talk about because you guys don't know a lot about it so i'll do most of the talking yeah i'll do most of the talking um i already know that i don't think resident evil 4 will win it's a great game It, it it's considerable that's why i put on the list it's just because out of all the games i was looking at i was like resident evil 4 is definitely like this big deal so i put it in the in the list just because it needs to be considered and anyway so resident evil 4 the legacy of it um it did just like arkham asylum it, it's not um if you don't like know about the game it's well let's arkham asylum was more recent than resident evil 4 so it's harder for us resident evil 4 was 2005 yeah it's harder for us to see the changes that it made because we were young we we're too young to pay attention mm-hmm. so but it did um it did help pioneer third-person shooters. Yeah. Um, they were not... I don't think they were very big at the time. I think there were, there was, like, Grand Theft Auto um, being made, but um, third-person shooters weren't really a big thing, and so it did aid in the progression of that genre. Um, it combined survival horror and action-adventure, which hadn't really been seen before. Um, it has Matthew Mercer, which, if you know anything about games and you know about Matthew Mercer. I know a lot about Matthew Mercer. Um, it's somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Legacy, it it did help change the game gameplay because just like Arkham Asylum. Um, Resident Evil 4, how well it's known to you depends on how much you care about like horror games. Yes. Um, so I was introduced to the Resident Evil series really young because my brother played the games and like I loved them. I loved watching him play them. They they are games that I personally can't play because I I like when I play try to play horror games I stand in one spot and I don't want to leave That's because I'm me. too scared. Yeah. So um, despite the fact that I've never played the game, um, I've never well I've played a little bit of Resident Evil Four just a little and then I stopped because I got scared. Even though it's not even as scary as the other games, like I still was like, I can't do this, I can't, I can't. Anyway, but it, it still had a big effect on I, me and I think on like a lot of people who are survival horror fans. Um, because it's just like um, the main character, it, it, to me, it's really important when a game has likable characters and a story. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I guess. Um, we're past legacy we're going into sort of gameplay now um the main character is very likable he's just like this he's just like this handsome fella who's saving some girl and he's cracking one-liners and the dialogue's awful because it's a resident evil game but you still love him (laughs) um yeah he's just a just a, a guy with an attitude and he's really likable 
His name's Leon Kennedy. I know, yeah, I've heard, <laughs> I've definitely heard about him. I know, um, I know who he is. So what's funny is that one of the big, like, in-jokes in the Resident Evil community is that, um, so this, the whole story is that Leon is literally saving the president's daughter. That's the story. Great. It sounds oh. super corny. It is. And he's saving her from, like, this cult that's making, like, these infected people that aren't zombies but are still kind of zombies. Uh, yeah. And one of the in-jokes in is that, um... You actually, what's cool about the game, what's actually really cool about the game is that in, there are segments where um, the girl, Ashley, will follow you and she'll be with you while you're playing the game. And it's neat. It, it is a really neat thing that you have like this girl with you. You have to protect her and all that. Um, the thing is, is that she screams a lot. <laughs> she's, she's like, it, she can get picked up by enemies and every time that happens, she screams and it's I love her, but it's very grating. Yeah. And so that became a joke. And um, so the gameplay, uh, less about the characters. Characters are great. Everything's great. We're all great. The gameplay is um, fun if you like that type of game. Um, Isn't it, it, does Resident Evil have the kind of thing... I always, Whenever I've ever seen like footage of Resident Evil, it's like the camera's like in a fixed position on... Like the ceiling almost? Resident Evil 4 is not like that. So is, is that the one that changed it? That's the okay. one that changed it, okay. yeah. So um, it's, yeah, basically it's a third-person shooter. Um, it, it It's fun to, I imagine it's fun. It's fun. It's not my type of game, really. Mm -hmm. Just because, um, I don't know, it's just not. But it, it is, it's, the thing about the gameplay versus the gameplay in the other games that we're talking about is that I feel like it's very like specific to a type of person, a yeah. type of gamer, uh, yeah. and so it's a little, you know, closed out to who will enjoy it. Yeah. Um, so for a bunch of non-horror fans to talk about a horror game that, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Um, I am a big horror fan. Oh, you are? Um, yeah, so, I love okay. horror. You, you, uh, you said you hid in the corner a lot. and I was Yeah, sure. no, I, I love horror. I can't play horror games. Okay, that, I get that. Right, um, makes sense. I don't like horror. I like so. well, I like witnessing horror. I don't like being involved mm -hmm. in it. See, I, like, I, mean, I, want, I like my horror stuff to be like psychological that in makes nature. Sense. And, yeah. So like, when it comes to games like that where it's just like, ooh, here's a monster chasing mm -hmm. you. I get scared, but like... I don't enjoy the scare, yeah. you know? The thing is, is that Resident Evil 4 is definitely less horror and more just action. Yeah, like, here's... Yeah, um, but it still sense. freaks me out. Um, <laughs> just to have a bunch of people chasing me, I'm like, no thanks. No thanks. I do, like, gross-looking monsters. Too. Yeah. Like, that's another thing. They are definitely like. in there. Um, oh, God. Sorry. I won't get that <laughs> again. Again. <laughs> so, okay, fun factor. It's just like how we talked about the gameplay. It's very specific. Um, I think the game is fun... In that um, anyone can watch it and I think have fun watching it mm -hmm. because it's it's like a crazy story. It's got like fun dialogue. Uh, it's the the fighting is like intense because you will have a bunch of enemies on you at once and it's so. I think that's what's cool about it is that a lot of games when I watch them I'll get bored because I'll think like I just wish I was just playing the game myself. But watching Resident Evil Four, you still have fun because it's it's like this whole thing. Mm -hmm. So, um, there's something to be said about games that are good to watch mm -hmm. as well as play. Yeah. Cause like, and I, I think a lot of people, I think watching game games on YouTube gets a bad rep because it's like, why, why are you mm -hmm. just watching it? You need to just play it yourself. But like some, like if, if your game is entertaining enough that you can 
have, like it can be just as fun for someone just watching someone else play it. That's a like that's an achievement, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like one where I think a lot of horror games definitely um oh, sure. excel in. I uh the only types of games that I watch on YouTube, which I do watch a lot is yeah, horror games because yeah. they're the type of game I can't play but I can get enjoyment out of so mm-hmm. anyway uh, I think that's about it for Resident Evil 4 it's just you know I just figured I'd throw it in be- yeah, just because why it, not? yeah and like there there, there, are, there aren't a lot of like action adventure games that are like more purely action adventure that I've played so I was like okay I just gotta so something worth mentioning at yeah, least yeah okay yeah. so let's Move on. Breath of the Wild. This um, is the one I think is gonna. I'm gonna is gonna be contentious with GTA. Yeah, yeah I think because, this might be the. Um, okay, so Legacy, uh, Legend of Zelda is obviously very, very well known oh, as a yeah. series. Um, Breath of the Wild is the Legend of Zelda game that has done the best out of any Legend of Zelda game. It's made the most money. Um, it probably. I don't know. Like it's. Yeah, it made the most money. It's the most like, like it's the biggest Legend of Zelda game. Um, so the pro- the problem with this game is in talking about Legacy is that it's the most recent in mm-hmm. of all the games we're talking we about. We can only talk the, about potentiality. Yeah, the, but the thing about it is that despite the fact that it's so recent, it does already have a and huge... it does it, well. So when, especially when it comes to um, open world games, because mm-hmm. um, for a long time, even like so, like in the way that Breath of the Wild. Um, like redefine how Zelda works as as a series. It also redefined the way that open world games work mm-hmm. because oh, um, a lot of open world games like and I'm I'm gonna pick on Skyrim a little bit here, but like they have all like they start you out you have the whole map and you have these little bits points where like go here mm-hmm. okay and then go here okay and then go here, and Breath of the Wild does not do that. You are allowed to experience everything at your own pace. Like um. If it were any... Okay, so there's a specific thing about this game that a lot of people talk about, but there are dragons in this game. Um, But unlike any other open world game that I can think of that would have a dragon, there is not a single cutscene dedicated to this dragon. Um, Except for one that has one specific mission. But like you can just be walking around, and there's just a dragon just Mm -hmm. hanging out. You don't (laughs) fight them. They don't fight you. You just walk up to them, and they're just right there. And you can... You can shoot at it. It won't fight you, but like you can shoot at it and get materials off of it. And it's like, like I that was entirely up for me to experience. Mm-hmm. Like I was not guided to experience this. I ex- and even the like the one with their the dragon that has a mission revolved around it. Nothing points you to it. You have to climb a mountain, mm-hmm. and then you just find the dragon. Like like there no one points you to that mountain. You just have you have to have the drive to climb that mountain yourself. Mm-hmm. And so I've never seen an open world game that has the um, that it's drives so you to like just let, yeah. lets you go. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I, I love this game for that. It mm-hmm. it just it's entirely up for an experience player to it's just go definitely new i mean it's not new new because there are other open world games that have a lot of like you just do whatever you want for example mm-hmm. minecraft but minecraft is a different type it's of a, game it's a sandbox game. um it's different mm-hmm. so there are other games that have like this open world do whatever you want type thing but legend of zelda is way different in that it's a let or breath of the wild it's it's a legend of zelda game so it's like mm-hmm. really like 
I think it really shocked people when it came out. Oh, yeah, it did. Because yeah. it's, it's a big shaker. There are, I would say, though there are games with similar concepts, there's no other game like it. Mm-hmm. There's no other game like Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild as of right now. But I feel like because of it, I think there are going to be other there games like that. There are going to be games like it. And, and, and yeah, another fun thing about it is like it has like this open world concept, but also it has the benefit of having Zelda lore to build itself onto because like mm-hmm. people are attached to Zelda lore it has all, all of like the Zelda races and like mm-hmm. all like its characters so like it, it it creates this entirely new experience of an open world game while also bringing something familiar to the table as well that's mm-hmm. very special I think yeah um Legend of Zelda also changed they changed a lot with this game they changed oh. how Link looks which some people hate some I people don't it. mind I like him a lot. um I don't mind it because you can still find the original outfit so Another big thing is that they changed, it's like a completely new look, like the graphics Mm -hmm. are completely new. Um, I don't know how I feel about them. I think that they can look nice sometimes. I think that overall it looks sort of not too good. I love the way it looks. Because, yeah, that's the thing, is that like... It's a lot about taste, because it has this almost... Because, like, the game before it, Skyward Sword, had almost, like, an imp- like the whole game looked like a painting, mm-hmm. right? But as a result of that, the like, the, the character models and, like, the faces looked really weird. Mm-hmm. Like, the environments looked nice, but everything kind of looked like it was made of Play-Doh in a weird way. Um, where this game takes an entire, se- like, ent- an entirely self-shading direction, mm-hmm. which is, A, like, not a lot of games look like that. Um, mm-hmm. Like, it's very unique in its style, but it's, I think it's... Gorgeous, yeah. personal. Um, like everything kind of belongs. Yeah. The thing about cell shading, so isn't cell shading what um, Telltale does? Kind of. They do cell shading. Well, which that makes sense because yeah. you're supposed to. It's like a different style books. of cell shading, but it yeah. is cell shading. The thing about cell shading is that to me, it like. I'm I'm not like saying like oh they you know they were lazy but it like comes off as lazy to me and like I think it's fine if you think the game looks good I can understand why because when I first saw the game I was like wow this looks really beautiful but I I guess like as I saw more and more of it I was like nah this isn't really like my taste Mm -hmm. but it would never stop me from playing the game because I feel like who cares you know I can still play Mm -hmm. Skyrim that game's ugly is ugly (laughs) (laughs) um so uh yeah, it did. It's definitely. It looks different from every other game. It plays different from every every other game. So it's very, very unique, um, which is a big deal because you know any game that's like because sometimes it does feel like we get a lot of games that are very games similar. Are so um, yeah, it it is because um, I feel like this game, it. We haven't seen the results yet because it's recent, but I feel like it will shake things up a little, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, Nintendo is definitely stepping it up because they haven't really mm-hmm. been very successful. Twenty seventeen was the year of Nintendo. Like they they called that the year of Nintendo. Like they came out with two entirely like two games for the, a new console that no one thought was gonna take off and did. I have a Switch, it's in my room mm-hmm. right now. I Same. can go get it and I'm just like um, I, I got it because I wanted to play Pokemon because I'm a gigantic Pokemon mm-hmm. fan and I'm just like all the next games are going to be on Switch so I got to get the Switch yeah. Ah, yeah. I got I got it for Odyssey yeah specifically mm-hmm. for Odyssey but yeah. um maybe but, like, it, but the fact that Nintendo had two two whole games nominated for Game of the Year in one year was and it, it had one win yeah. it's crazy which one won it was Breath, Breath of the, of the Wild, Wild. yeah uh, it won it was Game of the Year 2017 so like 
Nintendo was kind of in a pretty big lull for a while, but mm-hmm. 2017 is when when they came back and they've been doing good ever since. Yeah. Okay, so um so uh legacy is definitely big old deal. It's a yeah. it's, 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 it's big, a big just deal. like mm-hmm. a lot of Nintendo games just automatically get an A plus for like that's the thing it's Nintendo it does have the whole Nintendo name to it but it that doesn't mean it's any less credible just in itself Mm -hmm. um so it's probably got the I would say biggest legacy um it's sort of hard to say biggest legacy because Grand Theft Auto is a huge legacy but it's like a different it's just they're, they're it's just weird. It's weird to compare them. It's, you can't. It's hard. You can't really compare them yet because Breath of the Wild is so new compared yeah. to GTA. Mm-hmm. And GTA, even GTA, is still kind of new at this yeah. point. It's still like again in our decade. Yeah. So like, yeah. it's hard to to gauge a legacy if it hasn't at least been more than fifteen oh years. I think. Yeah. So Breath of the Wild. Fun factor. Uh, did we get talk about we the game? We did not play? get to fun. Or okay. Oh yeah, gameplay. Game we did play. Yes. Okay. So we, yeah, we sort of touched about upon gameplay a little, roughly, a little bit. But so, so let's, exploration is insane in this game. Huge. Um, I've already went off about it, so I'll move mm-hmm. on to combat. I think the combat might be the weakest part of this game. Yeah, is it very like limited with what it, you can do? It's hack and slash, which uh, yeah. which I've touched on that I like, but um, it. <laughs> Okay, like the weapon breaking system, a lot of people don't like it because so you 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 have a certain amount of weapons that you can carry, which is not enough, mm-hmm. and they all break way too quickly. And so Ooh, and, yeah. and this and the goal of this and it's kind of successful is to make sure you're not using the same weapon all the time, like that you're experiencing a variety of weapons. But the problem is is that like it like it limits you almost too much like to the point where like i i'm leaving and i can have like i'm leaving my wherever i am like my stable or whatever and i have like eight eight swords on me but i'm like that's not enough like (laughs) it never can be enough like you'll find stuff on the way but all the things you find are dull and have five damage and don't do anything it's really silly that they decided to do that because they created this game where you can do whatever you want Mm -hmm. and yet you can't use the weapons that you want yeah (laughs) it's very silly when you get the master when you eventually get the master sword which takes a while because you need 13 hearts and that takes a while to get and it's the other that's the other part of this game that is not great is the shrines Mm -hmm. you have to do these little shrine missions um where where, like they're little mini dungeons where you have to like complete a task and you get an orb oh yeah yeah, if you have four mm-hmm. of those orbs, you can get a stam- an extra stamina like section or an extra heart. And um, I like it. In- again, it's another thing that I like it in concept. I think I think this game is very conceptual in a lot of ways because it introduces concepts that are interesting and does succeed on some of them, but doesn't succeed on others. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the concept of like you have to build your stamina and hearts yourself. You can't just be have it be given to you like in other games. Um, the problem is that the actual shrine missions themselves are not very... A lot of them are not well designed. Some of them are almost exactly the same as others. Some of them are really long, and others like take two seconds to do. Mm-hmm. So it's like... It's very inconsistent. Yeah. Um, and and then it also gets into like the, um, the actual dungeons, which are not... This is another one that is contentious, because like, this game lacks traditional Zelda dungeons, because... Um, your dungeons are the divine beasts, which are these giant mechanical animals right. that walk around the world, which is cool, but um, they're not really as extensive or long as other 
Zelda dungeons would be, and that's unfortunate, I think. Um, but, like, I think that's another place where, like, future Zelda games will be able to um, innovate on and make better. Like, I think this is a point where this game will be taken, and Nintendo will take all the flaws, it, and it can fine-tune Mm-hmm. everything with this mm-hmm. game and make like the perfect game later yeah um that's the thing about this game i think is that uh the the whole like aspect of oh i want to go around and do silly things i can do whatever i want i'm gonna so i'm gonna go do silly things it's like that happens and then like when you get to like oh well, i have to fight these people i have to do this for the story i have to mm-hmm. do this to progress you're like oh like, I, yeah, I did all the, like, when I played, I first beat the game, like, actually fairly recently, and, like, what I did was I ran around doing all the stuff, like, I, there's, like, a mission where you can create a town, like, you basically build a town from the ground up, I did that, like, I did mm-hmm. a bunch of these shrines, I did all the divine beasts, but then, like, when I actually came to where I had to fight Ganon, I didn't, I stopped playing the game for, like, a month. Because I just, for some reason, didn't... Like, I, I that's a weird thing for me. Like, whenever I get to a final boss, sometimes I just stop playing mm-hmm. the game right before <laughs> the final boss. Um, right. But, like, I just stop playing because I'm like... Like, what's the, like after this, what's left? Yeah. You know? And there's a lot to do in this game, but, like, there's all... Like, but it like, begs why? you to go do it, but it? sometimes there's lack of a drive to. I guess, yeah. and I guess that feeds into the open world aspect where you have to find the drive yourself. Yeah. So it's almost it's almost like an open world sandbox action adventure. It's weird. And the thing is, is that the the whole open worldness, like n- not the fact that you aren't given any real instruction on what to do. That doesn't fly with everybody. That doesn't fly with me personally because I don't... Yeah, a lot of people, they don't mind getting to explore and do whatever they want because they're like, oh, cool, I don't know where to go, but this gives me an opportunity to see what I can do. Mm -hmm. I don't like that because I feel like I, like just wander and I'm and I'm like, I wish I just like knew what to do. So I end up like just looking it up or stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And because, um, it, it just makes you, like, me, and I feel like, you know, uh, there are probably some other people who feel like this. They just feel, like, lost rather than, like... Yeah, I, I have to agree yeah. kind of more towards you, too. Like, I feel like I want to at least have some objectives or at least yeah. be able to, like, know, of, like, the objective not have to, like, have to figure it out myself, essentially. It, yeah, which I know there's a little bit of instruction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm such a hypocrite because I'm, like, I'm sitting here, like, oh, yeah, but it's better if it's open world without being linear. But, like, I'm sitting here. My favorite game is Kingdom Hearts. Like, that's mm-hmm. the most linear as it, as it gets, <laughs> honestly. So, yeah. like, I can't talk. I, I like linear games. I like open world games. Like, I think that hopefully the next game, if they decide to go with the whole open world game again will be like a combination of the two because mm-hmm. i think there there are i think games that combine like some sort of linear gameplay with open world is better yeah. because you have this thing that you can do but you can also do other stuff yeah you know and so you but you don't feel like lost you know mm-hmm. so yeah. um okay let's just talk about fun factor this game is fun as hell. It's yeah, obviously. It's so much fun. It, I feel like we've covered it basically. This is fun is that... for the same reason that Skyrim is. Mm-hmm. Is that you can just lose yourself in this game and go do random crap, even if it's just like walking around. Like I spent hours of this game just 
picking a direction and just walking in mm-hmm. it. And I'm like, I'm going to go see what's over there. And I, like, found eight missions, um, like, six shrines, mm-hmm. like, a ton of, um, like, you have the little seeds, the poop seeds that you, yeah. have to, that you can collect. <laughs> like, just, it's, there's so much to do. Um, and, like, I guess your drive is, like, uh, as we were talking about, like, the drive to do it, but the drive, it comes from you. Like, you have to have the drive yourself. Mm-hmm. And um, I had drive in some like burst just to go walk in a direction and I and right. I I benefited from it it was so much fun right so like I think it depends on the person if it's a person that can do that that can just walk in a direction and go and have fun like that it, it's fun for them but other people who like um who prefer a more like structured view maybe wouldn't find it as so fun. the thing about the fun factor of this game versus the fun factor of say I would say Grand Theft Auto is probably our biggest like these are the two that yeah. are the, yeah. that have. Out, the, yeah. the difference in fun factor is that Grand Theft Auto is fun for a, a, a casual gamer or like a more hardcore like mm-hmm. actually invested in the story type game meanwhile um, I would say Breath of the Wild isn't really as much like that because yeah. there isn't a story that you really can really get into. Yeah, there's yeah, there's and a, because the story because mm-hmm. with completely because with Legend of Zelda, it, you can't just go through the story because you, you have to do so much other stuff to get through the story. Basically, yeah. I've never finished a Zelda game. This is the only Zelda <laughs> game I've ever actually finished. Just because oh, like well. I'm not a big fan of the Zelda formula. That's why I like this game. Is because um, I'm not a big fan of the Zelda formula. I don't really like the the crawl through dungeons. Mm-hmm. I don't like how there's no like um, RPG elements to it. Like because I'm an RPG person. Mm-hmm. Um, but this game is the closest to RPG. I think the games have gotten so far. I might be wrong but like I'm as far as I'm aware um and like like I and it doesn't mean like there's never been a Zelda that's had a good story I think Twilight Princess is like one of the better ones mm-hmm. in terms of story but like um this game definitely doesn't do great story-wise but does do better gameplay wise so it, it also depends on what you find more important and I guess I, I'm saying it does better gameplay wise some people think that better. the other games do it better oh, okay. gameplay wise mm-hmm. so i don't know like it it, I, it there's a lot when it comes to like this category there's a in like open world and um like type of gameplay there's a lot that has, that comes down to personal taste yeah all right so we've discussed every game i think now we can get into the verdict who's gonna win so uh right away we're um obviously not really going to consider um arkham asylum or resident evil 4 they're both great games both i love arkham asylum both, yeah both it's amazing my, yeah um but it's my second favorite on this list just because i haven't really played gta but mm-hmm. yeah um so all right so then let's talk about grand theft auto versus breath of the wild this is it's not, not easy. It's not. It's, this is not easy. I'm um, going to argue for Breath of the Wild, but... You, yeah, so because... Yeah, because this is action-adventure, correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so... Um, Grand Theft Auto is pure action-adventure. Um, mm-hmm. So is Breath of the Breath Wild. Of the Wild. Really, There's yeah. no RPG elements, I don't think. There's, a, like, it... Yeah, no, not really. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, they're, both of them are pure action-adventure games, so yeah. there's not any type... Not, unlike the, closest, the RPG episode, There's they're both purely... The closest what they thing are. to RPG element in Breath of the Wild is, like, the heart and stamina system, but yeah. that's barely... That, which isn't... Very that's minimal. not... Mm-hmm. So, um, they both represent the genre very well, so that's... 
that can't really be a winning factor for either of them. Yep. Um, so... The one. best game. So what I think, okay, so I'm going to say right now, and I'm not just saying this because, oh, Grand Theft Auto is my favorite game, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm not, I'm not biased on this because I still recognize how great Breath of the Wild is. I still think it's like obviously an amazing game, but mm-hmm. the thing about it is that I think Grand Theft Auto has, it, it has the gameplay and it has the story yeah. and it has the characters. It really has everything. Meanwhile, Legend of Zelda, when people talk about Breath of the Wild, they talk about the gameplay. They don't talk about the story. They don't talk about the characters. No, nothing else is really, I mean. Except for Sidon. Sidon, yeah. Except for, <laughs> the, the, oh, my God. Yeah, the, <laughs> but the thing is, is that um, characters become popular in Legend of Zelda because of their design. Yeah. And there isn't really, people don't, get invested in them they don't care about them meanwhile grand theft auto you, if you play the story you'll get invested you care yeah so that's why i think grand theft auto would win as a better game overall because it has more it it like just has more to it it, yeah. it just has more good things about it more in, in intricacy um, yeah in, in depending on taste better graphics yeah yeah mm-hmm. um yeah um and the thing is breath of the wild is very new and yet some people love the graphics some people hate the graphics meanwhile uh grand theft auto is 2013 and i feel like it would still hold up to everyone it still holds up today i think because like, yeah, it, it definitely, obviously yeah. has like you can tell like games have improved but like rockstar shows it does improve because mm-hmm. red dead 2 came out which is the best looking game i've, I've ever played mm-hmm. so like I, like, like, like company wise like it, it's still its mark is still left yeah. in that company, whereas we can't really see that with Nintendo quite yet. Yeah. So, um, is that enough for us to reach a verdict? I think. Yeah. I argued my point while we were talking about Breath of the Wild. I think you've argued yours pretty simply. Yeah. So. Yeah. So all right, you can say yours first. Um. So yeah, I definitely for me it was between Breath of the Wild and Grand Theft Auto. I haven't played Grand Theft Auto. I have played Breath of the Wild, so I like I so obviously personally would prefer mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild because I played it. But I think um, I, I think based on the points you've made as someone who's played both, um, I will concede that um, GTA Five will win this category. All right, and what about you? Yep. So I'd have to agree as well. GTA Five. We both made excellent points about each game, but I think it's yeah. kind of obvious at this point. Yeah. Okay. So I I agree. Grand Theft Auto Five is probably no, definitely, definitely the the best um action adventure game out there right now. So that's our final verdict. Grand Theft Auto Five, best action adventure game. <laughs>